Hello lovelies and welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have such a fun story to tell. Last episode I said that I really wanted to get into some fun and exciting adventures I've had and just tell you guys about it because they were just so fun and they've taught me so much. Um, So I'm really excited to talk about that today. I'm going to be talking about um, uh, whale watching that I went um, on in Iceland and I'm just so excited to talk about um, just how fun it was and how much I learned and how it changed me. So I honestly have so much to talk about so we should just get right into it. For my first destination on my gap semester abroad that I took last fall, our first place that we traveled to was Iceland. Um, I was particularly really excited for Iceland because I had never traveled there before and I had never traveled anywhere like that before. Um, That was our first destination and for each of the countries we went to, we kind of had a subject that we were focusing on and in Iceland our focus was in the environment and environmental science um, because Iceland is one of the um, leading countries in environmental science and environmental um, and uh, renewable energy. We learned a lot about that while we were there and we did several excursions and activities and um, we traveled to lots of places where we learned about a lot of things pertaining to renewable energy, green energy, and just ways that we can help and improve our environment. Um, It was just such an incredible place, um, especially because of the connection that um, the residents of Iceland have to the environment and the animals there. Um, Because it is a sparsely populated country and um, pretty remote in terms of um, population and where people live, um, you really get a chance to just see the natural beauty um, without any um, distractions. There's not huge cities. Um, or even just towns. Um, You can go hours and hours driving without seeing a single house. And I think that that was really amazing because we really just got to take in all of the beautiful landscapes, Um, the like rolling hills, the gorgeous waterfalls. Um, I mean, we saw so many incredible things that I'll never forget. And it was just such an incredible experience to see um, those uh, parts of the environment just in their natural state without anything... um, else there and I thought it was just such a beautiful place and it was just such a great place to start our trip but what I really want to talk about today is the day that me and the group I was with you know my friends we went whale watching and it was such an incredible experience but definitely um just a whole adventure to get there um The day that we were going to go whale watching, we actually had to drive about eight hours from the capital of Iceland, Reykjavik, to get to um, the place where we were going to be doing our whale watching. We took a bus, we drove eight or nine hours to get to our destination, and it was definitely a long and um, difficult trip at parts. You know, it can get hard sitting in a bus for that long, you can get bored, you can get, you know, your legs fall asleep, you get a little cramped and uncomfortable, but it was so fun. I mean, we were all listening to music, just chatting, getting to know each other. Um, It was still the first leg of our trip, so um, we were still relatively, you know, strangers, and there were um, just a ton of things I wanted to know about these kids. I wanted to get to know them better. Um... And uh, just everything like that. The funny thing is, is actually like a week before we left for Iceland when we were still having orientation in Boston, um, I that was actually my birthday was during that week uh, during orientation and I turned 19. So that was really funny. So I remember 
that all those kids that I had never met before, like the second day I met them, they all sang me happy birthday in our orientation room because the leaders of the, the program thought that it would be fun. Um, I remember I was so embarrassed and so shy because all these people that I literally had met one day ago were singing me happy birthday and happy birthday is already awkward to just sit there and listen to. Like I've never figured out what you're supposed to do while people are singing you happy birthday, but um it was a really interesting experience, um, but everyone was so nice, and it was um, definitely a birthday I'll never forget, um, because that the day of my birthday was the same day we flew to Iceland, so it was definitely um, an interesting birthday, to be sure. Um, but when we drove um, on the bus, we drove eight or nine hours to get to a teeny tiny little town on the very um, edge of Iceland. Um, we drove from Reykjavik around the edge of Iceland. Um, if you know anything about Iceland's economy or the terrain there, most of the cities and most of the people that live there live on the outer crest of the island of Iceland. Um, the inner part of Iceland is mostly just um, natural. Um, there's not really anybody living there. So we mainly stayed on the outer crest of the island. And that is where we ended up going whale watching. And we also ended up meeting a family who have generationally been working um, in fishing. Um, again, if you know anything about Iceland's economy, a huge chunk of their economy comes from their fishing industry, obviously, because they're an island. Um, and so before we went whale watching, my group and I, we had a whole conversation with this family who owned a fishing industry. Um, I am a vegetarian, so they actually gutted a fish in front of us. Um, and so that was <laughs> a really, um, definitely an experience I've never had before. It was <laughs> something else for sure. Um, but what was really special about that experience with that family was they were just talking to us about how um, long they had been doing this and how long their company had been running and who they served. And what really stuck with me that whole conversation was how passionate they were about their work. Um, the head of the family, the father of the family, um, he was the one that was doing the fish cutting demonstration in front of us and he said that he had been cutting fish and selling them and fishing for them for I mean almost 50 years and he said that he was still as excited to wake up every day and do that job go and fish with his son and his family and you know clean fish and sell them as he was 50 years before and that really really stuck with me um, the goal of this trip, one of the big goals um, for the program, was to help kids kind of figure out what their passions were and what they were interested in doing. And what he said really resonated with me because it just felt like he he just loved his job so much. And it was so simple, you know. It was nothing crazy, uh, you know, nothing corporate, nothing life-changing. You know, they were just selling fish locally in Iceland um, that they were catching from the um, – the uh, sea, you know, the water right outside uh, their door, you know, literally like 20 feet away from where they were cleaning their fish is where we were going to do our whale watching was the huge expanse of water. And so they were just right there. But he he and his son and his whole family and the whole company was just so passionate about using every part of the fish um, just appreciating the environment, making sure they were treating it correctly, the animals and the natural beauty. Um, 
And it was just such an amazing thing to listen to and to hear. And it really just reinvigorated um, kind of my feelings about the environment. I've always been very passionate about it, about renewable energy, green energy, just being as kind and considerate to our environment as we can. Our world is the only one we have currently, um, and we should be doing everything we can to protect it and to love it. And just the way they were so... um, just so connected to the earth and to the work that they were doing was really beautiful to me and I really loved it. Um, So after we finished with that family, um, they took us outside to a building next door where another company that specifically does whale watching excursions were there. It was very cold out. It was was raining that day um, and we were about to go out on a boat on the water. It was super windy. I mean, it was freezing. It was like 20 degrees. They, we all suited up in full zip-up um, whale-watching suits. Um, I mean, our heads were covered, our hands, our feet. We were fully suited up uh, to keep us warm, um, which was amazing. The company was so nice. Everyone was having a great time. We all, <laughs> the suits were super puffy, and so we were all just like knocking each other around and taking pictures. And it was such a great bonding experience for the whole group because, again, we were all still like relatively new to meeting each other but just the more time we spent with each other doing these amazing activities and going to these crazy places it just felt like we were getting closer and closer um and then we it was time for us to get on the boat um this part was really scary I had such a fun time but I also have an extreme fear of natural water natural bodies of water all types I love the beach I like the lake I I like all those places a lot but I do have definitely some fears of natural bodies of water so I was really fucking scared about um you know irrational fears about like the boat sinking and blah 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 and I remember I you know putting on a brave face I went to the top of the boat so I could see the best I could it was freezing it was windy the wind was coming in from the side and just hitting everyone's face but we were all laughing and joking around and just talking about the fish demonstration and about how excited we were to try to find some whales Um, and it was just amazing. I just felt like I was really bonding with the other people in my group and we were all having such a great, um, time and such a unique experience together. Um, and so we got on the boat and we started to go out into the water. Um, and honestly, the funniest part of this whole experience was the, uh, people who were there as part of the company who were, um, driving the boat and helping us find the whales Every time they would see a sighting of a whale, which you could usually tell from their blowhole coming to the surface and then blowing air out of it, or you could see, you know, maybe the hump of their tail, usually not much, but the um, men and women that were working on the boat had really good eyes for seeing them. I mean, of course they did. It was their whole job. You know, they did this every single day, probably a couple times a day. So they were great at spotting the whales in the water. And I remember, you know, every time they'd see something, they'd say, oh, like 60 degrees to the left, 40 degrees to the right. And the boat would be tilting because the whole group would be running to both sides of the boat trying to see the whale. Um, And I remember I was on top just trying my hardest to see. Um, Again, it was super gray. It was super cloudy, misty. It was raining, so it was hard to see. It was cold. But um, again, we were all just having the best time just trying to see the whales and just enjoying our time on the boat. Um, And then I remember we were all standing, taking videos, trying to like keep our recording on so that we could catch the whale if it ever came up. 
And then all of a sudden, the guy who was at the top of the boat where I was, who was looking out to see if they could spot any whales, all of a sudden, he was like, dead ahead, dead ahead, dead ahead. And everyone like rushed to the front of the boat. I was on, me and a couple other people were on the top deck trying to see. And I remember all of a sudden just seeing this gorgeous, huge tail of a humpback whale lifting out of the water and flapping back into the sea. And it was just a surreal experience in every way. I mean, just the tail was huge and just beyond belief and just so gorgeous. And I couldn't believe that we were seeing such a majestic creature in front of us. And I, I remember after that, I, I couldn't believe how lucky we were with how many whales we saw after that. I mean, we just saw several dive down into the water. We saw their blowholes. We saw them swimming. And it was just such an incredible experience. And I honestly still can't believe it. I think when I was there, it was hard for me to believe that I was seeing that in front of me. But um, it was it was just felt so I mean, I felt like I was just seeing something that I had never even imagined seeing, you know, I especially because of my slight fear of <laughs> the ocean and other natural bodies of water. I've never been too interested in venturing out so far to see them, but I just felt so lucky to get to experience that and be able to witness such a gorgeous creature in its natural habitat. Um, and then the boat, the people working on the boat were so nice. They had hot chocolate and uh, little treats for us. And my friends and I, we were all sitting there just sipping on our hot chocolate. Our fingers and our noses were ice cold and freezing. My nose was super red. I remember I took a bunch of pictures with my friends. And I remember I kept deleting all the photos because I thought I looked like Rudolph. I thought I looked so dumb. Um, but we had such a great time. We were all taking photos and laughing. Um, we were talking to some of the whale watching guides, just asking them about facts. They were telling us about the whales and about the ecosystem in Iceland. And it was so interesting. They were telling us about how they protect the wildlife and their waters, both the sharks, the whales, you know, the fish. Um, one of the most interesting things that they told us was actually about their policies and laws regarding um, fishing because it is such a huge industry. We did end up talking about how there was a time when they overfished the waters in Iceland and all the fish ended up going away and the economy there completely collapsed um, in that area where they were overfishing um, due to them having nothing else to sell. Um, and that was really interesting because they were talking about how if a net ever catches anything like a shark, which it's illegal to uh, fish for sharks in Iceland, if any fisherman ever accidentally catch a shark, because the nets go up so fast, the sharks can't handle that change in pressure and thus die from that. And because, of course, it's an accident on the fisherman's part, it is part of the law that if you accidentally catch a shark in one of your nets, you have to use every part of the shark um, to make sure that no part of it goes to waste. Um, because, you know, some of those sharks are super old, they're super, um, you know, endangered, and it's really important to protect every every single animal um, that you can. Um, and they just put a lot of time and money and effort into preserving that beautiful natural beauty and those animals. And I thought that that was so important and amazing. Um, 
Speaking of sharks, during our fish, de fish demonstration, I don't know, again, how much people know about the culture in Iceland. I know that it's definitely probably uh, one of the more, like, unknown ones. Um, I don't think I had known much about it before I ever went there, but it was so funny. Um, one of the uh, unique delicacies in Iceland is rotten shark, um, which is basically just fermented shark. Um, they ferment it for a long time, and then it is something people eat usually with other things because it has a very vinegary taste from what I've heard. But um, the family that had the fishing company, they had little placards and little cups with a little bit of, of the rotten shark in it. And whoever tried it got to um, keep a little plaque that said that they completed the challenge of eating rotten shark. Um, as a vegetarian, I did not partake, but it was so funny to see all my friends eat this. I know all the guys and all my, and all my girlfriends, they were all trying to look tough, and I was just... Uh, I was cringing on the inside because I can't imagine that it tasted very good. And they also had um, like Fanta there so people could drink it after to get the taste out of their mouths. But overall, um, the fishing company and the... Um I'm sorry, guys, I turned my mic off. But what I was saying was um, we... Um, it was so incredible, and we were just having so much fun. They had Fanta there for us, um, for people to get the taste out of their mouths. But such a bonding experience. We were all laughing. We were all having a good time, um, you know, just telling stories. People, you know, were joking around with each other. And I really felt like that day was, like, the first day that I felt just such a genuine connection with those people. Um, you know, we had been traveling for several days by that point. We had had this super fun experience with the um, family fishing company and on this boat where we were all just freezing our asses off and drinking like semi-cold hot chocolate and looking at these incredible creatures in the water. And I, I mean, it's just all such an amazing experience, but it's also just this great story. Um, you know, at the time, you know, I, these people were still strangers to me in a lot of ways, but I really felt like I could feel myself coming out of my shell a little bit. Um, just the more time I spent with them. Like I said last episode, travel can get really complicated and, um, you know, so much stuff can go wrong. Um, people's passports go missing, boarding passes, people get lost, you know, things go missing. I, just so much stuff can happen. And all those you know, little bumps in the road, all those problems, all those things that come up, they just weirdly bond you with the people that you're traveling with because it feels like, you know, that person's going through those struggles with you, even if they're not experiencing them. And so it was just this really funny experience of like going from never hanging out with these 30 people to hanging out with them every minute of every day. Um, but it really thrust me, um, into a place where I was uncomfortable, you know, um, meeting all these new people, and I was really proud of myself for going out of my comfort zone with that, and it ended up being just one of the, I mean, one of the most amazing decisions of my life. I've met just some of my greatest friends on that trip, and I just felt so lucky that I took that leap and made that choice, um, but that same day after we finished um, with the whale watching, we all got off the boat, and we changed back into our regular clothes, and they had lunch for us at a restaurant just a few um, hundred feet away. Again, this town, I think there was like maybe five buildings there. It was the fishing company, the whale watching company, one restaurant and like a couple houses. And that was pretty much it. It was in the middle of nowhere 
on the very, very edge of the island, um, kind of in between two big hills. There was like a kind of a cul-de-sac of water. I don't even know what that's called. I'm like, <laughs> but just kind of like this big uh, semicircle um, with an opening at the middle um, with water. And that's kind of where we were. But we were so isolated um, in this tiny town in Iceland. And honestly, um, it was just such a moment, I think, for me. Um, I was talking last episode a lot about the theme for this month's pod, um, about being present. And I felt like that whole day, I was just talking to people who were just so good at it. That family that we talked to in as a, you know, part of the fishing company, they were just so present in who they were, especially the dad of the family. He was just so content in where his life was and what it was. And he had found his passion. He had found what made him happy and what made him fulfilled, you know, his family and his home and his company. And he found so much joy in this simple job that he loved. And, um, again, we were just surrounded by this serene natural beauty and we were so isolated that I just felt like I could really connect with everything that was going on. Um, the whales, the weather, you know, even though it was raining, I felt like I was like weirdly like really connecting with nature because there was just so little infrastructure around. I mean, it was the opposite of, um, you know, a modern industrial place. I mean, it was just rolling hills and huge waterfalls and gorgeous glaciers. And it was just an unbelievable um, removal from what I was doing when I was back home, which was, I mean, I lived in a city. I, you know, I would be around cars and highways and, and it was just so different. And I ended up, you know, being really happy that we did Iceland first because our next destinations were definitely more urban. Um, you know, we went to big cities and really famous cities, you know, big on in tourism and all that kind of stuff. And those were incredible in so many ways. And I have so many great stories and experiences from those places. But Iceland was just such a way to kick off the trip. I felt so lucky and um, just grateful to be there. You know, I had recently turned 19. I was meeting all these new friends. I was in this gorgeous place learning about stuff that I was interested in, you know, the environment, renewable energy, protecting our earth. I was meeting all these interesting people that spoke this language I had never heard, that ate this food that I had never seen, that had these cultural differences for me that I just found so interesting and I wanted to know more about. And it was just such an opportunity to do those things. And I was so grateful for that opportunity. Um, But it was just such an amazing experience. Um, I I, I felt that connection that the Icelandic people had with the earth and with the animals because they just, they project that so strongly, um, just in their whole cultural, um, mindset. And I thought that was so powerful and so special. And it really, um, you know, inspired me. Iceland has an incredible, um, amount of resources put into green and renewable energy and protecting our earth and protecting their natural resources and I, I just, I believe in it so much and I found it so interesting. So it was just such a great way to kick off my time on my trip. I felt like it was just the perfect way for me to get out of my shell and um, meet all these people and do some things that really interested 
me and it was um, just an amazing time. Um, but I felt like I definitely changed after, I mean, my experience in Iceland, but just after my experience that day, um, watching the whales and going to that fishing company, I mean, the whale watching, I mean, was such an incredible, surreal experience seeing those great animals. Um, but especially that family was really, really stuck with me because they just were so content and their, you know, their life was simple. It was just filled with, you know, just the things that they needed. They had their family. They had, you know, the, th the things they were passionate about. They were surrounded by this gorgeous environment and these, you know, beautiful rolling hills and mountains and just, it was, it was this experience of seeing these people who lived a life so different than me, but they were so content in that. And, you know, as the trip went on, I met so many people like that. You know, we talked to business people and people in so many different fields, um, you know, entrepreneurs and all this stuff as, as different parts of our program. And I just felt so um, lucky to see all these different aspects, you know, of the world and just see people's different perspectives on life. You know, that family in Iceland was so different to the business people that I met in London, but they were each living perspective lives and they seemed, you know, empowered, passionate, um, happy. And, you know, and it was just so cool to see how different um, people are across the world and just just all the ways that we're all connected and the way that we're all here. I It was such a, I mean, I, guys, I, I keep using the same words. <laughs> I don't want to keep saying surreal or incredible because, you know, I know I keep using those words. Um, but I mean, I, I can't, I can't really think of anything better <laughs> um, because that, that is what it was. I mean, it was just like so crazy. Honestly, half the time I couldn't believe I was seeing the things I was seeing. I was in shock that I was even there. Um, but again, that just brings me back to the theme of the month, which was being present. I felt again, like in those moments when I would be like, I can't even believe I'm here. I definitely had that feeling on the boat when we were watching the whales. I was like, can't even believe I'm here. And I remember I recorded the first whale we saw. And after that, I was really determined to put my phone away and just live in that moment and experience that animal in front of me. I didn't want to watch it through my phone screen. I wanted to see it with my own eyes and take a mental picture and just realize that, I mean, this was really happening right in front of my face. I was really seeing this amazing creature just swimming right next to me. And it was, I, I, I don't think I could wrap my brain around it at the time, but I did actively push myself to be there in that moment. And I was really proud of myself. I think, um, you know, sometimes you can almost be so overwhelmed by the amazing thing, you know, you're doing or something really shocking that you kind of forget to like, remember that you're actually doing it. And I Really, I, you know, I took a deep breath and I was like, okay, you know, that's a whale, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but um, I really just let myself think like that, that's a whale, like that's a humpback whale, like right next to me and just look at it like it's right there. And I did. And I really let myself accept that I was doing this incredible thing. And I, you know, sometimes it feels like you are or like you are there in the moment, but I feel like I just like tried to hyper 
you know, focus my mind and, and be there and not think about what we were doing the next day or, you know, anything like that and just enjoy that moment. And it was so beautiful and so amazing. And I was just so grateful to be there and to meet new friends and to meet those um, local people and to hear about their passions and to hear about their work and just for them to take the time to teach us about that and to share the things they love with us, you know, their environment, their home, their their livelihood. And I was just so grateful and so appreciative for that. And it was just one of the most incredible and amazing experiences of my life. Um, and I recommend to anybody um, who loves nature, who loves traveling, Iceland is a great destination. I would say that research and um, planning is good. It is a, again, a um, sparsely populated country. It is, you know, very um, remote. And so it's good to, you know, plan and think about it. But I would recommend it to anybody. The waterfalls we saw were out of this world. I mean, there are just so many parts about the trip I can talk about. Um, I mean, just hanging out with my friends in Reykjavik, shopping there, meeting local people on, you know, street vendors and, and buying jewelry um, there and going down to um, restaurants down there and just um, just learning about local life, their infrastructure, kind of the way they city plan. I mean, every part of it was just so fascinating and so amazing. And, you know, I, I wish I could talk all about it, but, um, you know. Again, I, I feel like there's so much I could say, but um, yeah, my experience with Iceland and with whale watching and with that family were just so incredible, and I was just so happy to be there and um, just so proud of myself for taking that leap and doing that um, crazy thing. I think that that day was one of the first days that I really felt like, you know, this is like what I, this is like that feeling that I wanted, this like feeling of seeing or experiencing something so new and pushing myself to be here. And I was, and I really felt that. I felt like I had um, done something that I wouldn't have considered before. And it made me, it made me really happy and really excited for the future of the trip, just the future of my life. I felt like I could see more clearly, like what a passion would look like, you know, in real life and what kind of that would feel like. Um, I think sometimes passion and like what you want and what you're excited to do can some, it can get hard to figure out sometimes because, you know, that changes so often. The things you like, your hobbies. I mean, do you want to turn your hobby into a job? Do you want to, do you want to, you know, work hard in that job? Do you, I, I mean, it's hard to say like if, if what you're planning on doing is really the right path to go. But I think I also learned that second guessing too much would not serve me well. You know, I have to be confident. I have to trust myself to, you know, make the right decisions and do the right things for me and to push myself because I know that I can and I know everyone can, you know. And so I really encourage everyone to, you know, take the time to push themselves outside their box, meet people you haven't met, go places you haven't gone. You have no idea what could come from that. Some of the most planned days on my trip turned into the most random, spontaneous, insane days. And some of the days when I had nothing to do, I, you know, I, I just ended up doing the most amazing things, going to see the most amazing museums, the most amazing, you know, uh, places, parks, cathedrals. I, I, and I just couldn't 
even fathom that I was there doing those things. And even to this day, it's still hard for me sometimes, you know, um, it all went by in such a blur. And there's times when I really try to take myself back there and kind of relive that experience in my mind and think about like how free and how fun that moment felt and how, you know, um, just how, um, unbothered I was. Um, and I, you know, and life can't always be like that. You know, you can't always feel, you know, fun and excited, but I, you know, I do want to, um, find that feeling, you know, throughout my life. And I think everyone should, cause it's just so fulfilling and it just made me feel so warm and good inside. Um, so that was just amazing. Um, but that kind of brings me to the end of today's episode. I'm so excited and so glad that I got to talk about my experience in Iceland and with some of the locals there and with some of the activities we did. Um, it was just such an incredible, fulfilling experience, and I just can't wait to travel some more throughout my life. I would love to go back to Iceland. Um, I'd love to take my family there, and it was just amazing. Anyway, um, I think that that brings us to the end. I hope you all are doing so well, treat each other well, and I love you all. Bye-bye.